0: Hello and welcome to the Black Women Working podcast. Hi everyone. Hello. Uh, hi. <laughs> okay, our quote of the day is, caring for myself is not self-indulgent, it is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare by Audre Lorde. Mm. Um, so today we're gonna be discussing stress and anxiety at the workplace. And so I thought that was a good quote because you always need to think about putting yourself first. So if everyone just wants to introduce themselves.
1: Hey, Chantelle.
2: Hi, it's Rachel.
0: Hi, it's Andrea. Hi, it's Tolls. And it's Natalie. Okay, so we're here to distra- discuss stress and anxiety at work. Um, and so we just hear from the town hall ladies. I wasn't smart
3: enough to go to one of the big fours. Oh. I, no, 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 no. My, 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 I was told that I wasn't smart enough. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh. So for me, it was just like, I looked at it and I was just like, well, I don't want to be in that kind of environment <laughs> anyway, but what it has taught me not being accepted in that is I still worked hard, I still got to where I needed to get to I'm still getting the pay I deserve for the work that I do but I feel like when you work for one of the big fours I feel like it's a lot of white men trying to diversify things like I had a mentor at one of the big fours and I went to a diversity event and it was a white man speaking (laughs) <laughs> and I was really confused, as were the eighty-five percent of black people in the room. And um, he gave like a little speech and he was just like, You might be confused about why I am here talking about diversity. Sure, always at he goes, um, but um, I'm diverse from a cultural background because I am French. Can you <laughs> shut up? Huh? Can you shut up? And I was confused because it, for me, it goes back to like the whole BAME thing. Um, I I don't want to be grouped and lumped together because the things that I go through as a black woman in the workplace are going to be the same as Priya and they're not going to be the same. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to be the same. Like, for example, like I, I observe people a lot and I noticed that, um, how people are treated are completely different, yeah. like, um, for example, there's an Asian girl on my team and she is incompetent beyond words wow. oh. and my manager often tells me that um, she holds her hand for her to do her job. Now the thing to me is she says that she holds her hand and um, she feels she doesn't have to do that with me because I'm good at what I do, okay. which is fine, I know this, I know this, but. The issue comes from you're holding her hand and you're guiding her through something that she should know how to do. She's been in this role at this company for over a year. At this point, you shouldn't be holding anybody's hand. And I know for a fact that if I came in within three months of not knowing how to do my job, I would no longer have a job. So you're holding this person's hand and you're ushering them through. But when this person goes on several holidays and spends all her time talking about her new husband and how all they do is argue and how she don't wash plates mm-hmm. um, sorry that was personal do not. Um, but like this hand-holding that you're doing the support system that you've created for somebody that's mediocre and mm-hmm. isn't good at doing their job and cannot prove that they are good at their do at doing their job and me because you believe I've got it all together you kind of leave me but then when she doesn't do her job and then goes on holiday for three weeks I am now doing my job as well as her job. And also
4: Precious. with with them holding a Priya's hand. To do what she's getting paid to do, there is no support to help you further yeah, exactly. yourself. So, so that that
1: I wouldn't call it handholding; I'd call it support. So that support that you would need to kind of go to that next level, say you're mm. an analyst to get to senior analyst or um, assistant manager to get to manager,
3: you don't get that added help because she's wasting her time at career. She is wasting her time. But what I've also realized is when you work in a small group, mm. there is a pecking order, mm. and as we were talking earlier about people playing a game. Mm-hmm. and from the time that I've been at this company I realize that there is a massive game being played where a project manager is trying to micromanage my manager but they're on the same level mm-hmm. and through these little games that they're playing I'm getting roped into these mm-hmm. games and my response every catch up that I have with my manager every week Friday at 9 30 is um, I'm not playing this game mm-hmm. I don't want nothing to do with it um, I'm doing my job this is what I need her to do um, And for me, when it comes to support network, what I've done is, not like I've gone to seek them out, but you know when you do the nod. There is the nod. When you're in a workplace, there's a nod. And there's there's that alliance that you build with other people. And I feel like I've built an alliance with different people in different areas of the business. So I know that if, for example, I'm studying for my master's and I'm doing information systems and management Mm -hmm. and... I, because I have done the nod and I have come to know other people I've been pushed in the direction of other people mm-hmm. so for example now I'm friends with the Python developers so when I have coursework the other day I was like I don't understand this question could you break it down for me they yeah. broke it down they sat with me as I worked through it and I was like okay great do you want me to get you a beer or something mm-hmm. to pay you back and the guy was like no just come back and show me the results so for me it's creating my own support network but yeah. not, necessarily, not necessarily in my role it's in the surrounding things of yeah. when i'm at work because you're there for nine hours like nine, nine hours the most yeah. Yeah. yeah so i'm like well let me go for a walk and get to know more people let me speak to more people how did you get yourself how did you end up in this field what is your next step and how? it's not necessarily only other black people you exactly know. right it's not, yeah. exactly, if, exactly. It or it,
1: like you know when we talk about um finding people that look like us, it is, yes,
4: we need to, you know, we don't need to, but it's good to befriend them yes. and to have those relationships, think... but it's also good to network. You, you, have, you have to, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: and, and, and regardless of seniority as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 definitely, yeah. in fact,
5: that's
4: really important because if you want to get there, you can't, it, it would be stupid to just, you know, mingle with people at your level Thank of yeah. Level. yeah, You can't
3: oh. grow. Yeah. If you just mingle at your level, yeah. you need to go to the level mm-hmm. that makes you comfortable. If you can't particular. do after-work drinks, suggest lunch dates. Oh, you know, yeah. breakfast, yeah. sometimes, yeah. Breakfast even try you
0: know i just think in general to progress you need to have i just say you need allies regardless you yeah. need people who are up and down an organization who are black white asian whatever you need to have allies people that are going to talk about you when you're not in the room yeah. people are going to yeah. support your career and right. um, if you don't have that you're just going to stay at the same level yeah. but i know we were talking about support and i actually just left the big four and i personally had a different experience i really enjoyed my time there i had a lot of support i had a lot of mentorship i was able to move up um quite quickly not just because of people in my team but also moving in different networks so i think it's just sometimes as well work you need to push yourself onto different kinds of people really like literally network your way into different um Situations, different people. If not, you're going to remain at the same level. That's
6: just how the world of work is, and that's how I play my game through networking, through having allies and that sponsorship. Otherwise, things will just remain the same, and you won't move. I mm-hmm. think it's also important for you to be honest with yourself because sometimes you can leave. You know, you can actually leave your job if you're not happy. Yeah. yeah. If you like we, there's, you get to the end of the road, right? And you don't have to stay there. There are so many online job mm-hmm. websites. There's LinkedIn like the world is your oyster really. Yeah. So I feel like when you do get to a place where like you're unhappy, you're stressful, you've, yeah. you've tried everything, you've spoken to your manager about it, you've spoken to HR, like you've done what you need to do. You can actually leave. Normally mm-hmm. when you uh, leave, you get paid more and you get a promotion anyway. Yeah. yeah. Might well. And when you do say to them, I'm ready to leave, yeah. you'll be surprised with what coins they bring out. Literally. But, and it's also, also when you leave a job, I'm not saying like you leave point blank, as in you transition to another job or if you are financially in a good place, Taking that break, because sometimes we work, we work, we work, we work, we work, and we burn out. And you have all this money sometimes, you're thinking, what? Like, I want to save for a house, okay, let me use some of this money to actually take a break. Let me look after myself, because I think a lot of things we forget to do as black women sometimes look after ourselves. You want to do this, we have this goal, we have this goal. Like, you know, God willing, there's so much life ahead of us, but you should look after yourself now. Uh-huh. And with the whole networking thing, I don't work in the big full, but I work for a big bank. And they did have a very... Good support when it came to like being stressed and like being burnt out, where I was able to finesse eight weeks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. um, eight weeks stress leave. Out of so, it's, yeah, it's so I'll it's go into vinesse. detail. It's, it's not, not, it's, it's, it's your right, not, it's not uh, and this is thing. Like, a lot of people don't know about this. This, that thing is there. It wasn't until I worked. First year that someone in my team was signed off sick because of stress. Now that person, okay, who am I to say? But they were stressed right, allegedly. Now they took three months off and they got support and I said to myself, okay, well, my time comes and I'm really stressed, honestly, and, I'm, and I can't do this anymore. That's what I'm gonna do. And I went to the GP and this was there, had like the whole mental breakdown. And I saw him, I was like, oh, he goes, okay, what's going on? I was like, oh, I've just, she had a breakdown at work. I feel really stressed. I'm like, too much is going on. And he's like, here, he goes, how much time do you want off? Yeah. I was like, he asked me how much I want off. Wow. <laughs> this is a GP I go to about so much. The last thing I thought I could go to this GP about wow. is any time off work. He asked me how much time I want off I said two weeks he gave me four wow. just like that he gave me four and when it came to me having to go back to work because I hadn't found a new job I was like okay I think I need some more time I went back to a different GP and I was a bit hesitant thinking yeah. get send me back to work and like you said that there is a process in place and the GP said how much time do you want off I was like yo <laughs> okay three weeks goes, here's four and we've been, I had that two months to reflect on myself. I had that two months to realise this is a career that I want to do. And like you said, it's not me finessing. This is, this is it. This is the, mm. the procedures that are put in the United Kingdom for us to look after ourselves. But we're so occupied with what will my manager do? What so-and-so got to do? I'm getting paid to stay at <laughs> home and look after myself. Do it if you need to do it. We're really scared of the consequences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and there isn't any, right? The consequences. Yeah, I also think yeah. oh,
5: Consequences. Quit when, quits. I, when I was, <laughs> sorry. Very quickly when I was pregnant with my first child, I got very sick during the pregnancy, and when the baby was born, nine weeks later, redundancy. I don't know if there was a link there to a lot of the sick leave that I had during the pregnancy. So I will say that there are consequences at work, I'm, I'm just linking two different things together. One though.
6: thing I have found in common is a lot of pregnant women. I don't know if it's you a black thing. Really like, black. like you do, but then it's like after pregnancy. Why am I going back to work and being made redundant? Mm. I've had no. I go back to work. I was on
1: maternity leave. Surely, and they illegal. made you redundant. Yeah, yeah, wow. that's yeah, yeah, no, so
7: facts. So okay, I was just gonna say um, a couple of things. I think I definitely think it's a cultural thing as well around just the perception of taking a break is not really something yeah. that our mothers probably showed us very much. And it was kind of like the mothers do everything. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely like a mental shift we have to make in terms of utilising the fact I also work in the big four um, and they have private healthcare care is one of the benefits we get. Mm-hmm. So definitely utilising that for me when I was at my worst and I never thought I would be someone to have panic attacks at work, but mm-hmm. I thought I was having a heart attack in a Mm -hmm. meeting. And next thing I knew I was in A&E. So, so and I never, ever, ever thought that would happen to me. And I think looking back, it probably all kind of made sense. I think when you think about school and education, high performing, anxious people tend to get through because when you're anxious, it makes you revise more, but in the workplace that will just disrupt and like mess up your whole kind of career. So I think the lessons I've learned from that experience is definitely work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Twelve-hour days can only last for so long, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, just utilising help where it is and not being ashamed because we know that our counterparts will utilise these benefits as well. But mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. well, don't abuse them. We're
0: not saying abuse. No, we're not saying abuse.
1: Yeah,
6: we're not We're not saying abuse. And I think another point that you made up, like my when I when I did come home that day, and I did tell my mum like I'm taking four weeks off. Work? You think she was happy? No. She was like, "You better go back to that place on Monday." And I was like, "No, mom. Like, I really, really can't." And she still my eyes like, "I really can't go back." And I think, like I said, our parents were well, a lot of our parents would have adopted hard work and hard working. Yeah. You can't take any risk. You can't afford to lose a job, and it's breaking that chain that they've adopted yeah. in us to be like, True. you know, you, you come first and you have to look after yourself first. Listen, I just I can't come and kill myself.
7: Yeah, <laughs>
0: Okay, ladies, so um, I think just listening back to that, one of the first things I wanted to discuss was how you actually communicate to people around you. So, like, not just work colleagues, but your family and friends that you're suffering from stress at work. Like, what would you do if you felt that you were stressed? How would you get the support you needed?
1: Do you know what? That quote was interesting because it said that self-preservation is an act of political warfare. And usually when you take... War. It's like you're you're bringing game. You know you're going to be active. Mm-hmm. It's going to be verbal. When for me, self preservation is just that. Just take a step back and be quiet. And like I am totally non apologetic for saying no.
3: Mm. And my
1: family know that it could be Christmas dinner, if I'm not coming. And I said I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I always go to Christmas dinner, mm-hmm. but <laughs> <laughs> just to demonstrate. <laughs> but yeah. the point is like. What I say goes, and if that means, mm-hmm. like, for me stepping back and I don't actually feel I have to explain myself, then I won't. But um, I think the, other, the opposite is actually saying that you're stressed and meaning it. So, like, I think like, we come from a generation of, like, oh, hi, mom hi, grandma, how are you? Oh,
2: me tired. And it's like, you yeah. know, are you actually
3: tired? I'm that grandmother.
2: <laughs> I'm, that I'm that grandma at the age of 25 that I'm will tired. tell you, I'm ta- tired, but, but, tired, tired, hurting me. Are you I am. So, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. So,
1: so I, like, consciously, I'm in mean, a consciousness, like, when people say, how are you? I think about, like, am I, how, how am I? Oh, yeah. Am mm-hmm. I good? Am I not so you don't just get into the habit of being I'm so tired when you're not but when I am I'm going to call it as it is yeah so I, my point is like I'm not trying to over abuse the, the I'm feeling so stressed or I'm feeling so anxious because you have to defer like is it real or is it just I'm just saying it yeah. and then especially then after having been through it when you've experienced real stress and real anxiety that leads to preservation and when i say preservation there's like choice you know the the glossy self-care sunday and then there's preservation which we borderline into some level of depression where yeah. actually i can't i won't i'm shut off i'm i'm down, man down finished like it is what it is and i don't try to pretend so when i'm out i'm out
4: yeah for me personally having gone through it I still find it hard to explain to my family if I am feeling stressed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it, I wouldn't say... Res- I don't know if it's respect or if it's just how do I explain it properly? Will you understand? Is it even worth me even saying anything? Because when I was stressed, I, I definitely didn't know how to say anything. And that is mainly because I didn't actually understand how stressed I was until I had yeah. a breakdown.
0: Because mm. this is the thing. It's like there have been times that I was, like, really anxious like I would have, like, heart palpitations. I remember one time going to my old job, being in the bath, and, like, when I'm trying to shower and stuff, sitting there thinking about work, like, thinking, oh, my God. And I didn't know that that wasn't normal,
2: that, like, before exactly. you go to sleep,
0: you're worrying about work, your sleep is uneasy, you wake up early, you're thinking about work, you're bathing, and then it's, like, is that dread from you leave your house all the way to you get to work and feeling like you don't have any option but to keep showing up.
2: Mm.
0: and so I thought it was interesting when people were saying like you'll tell your parents that you're stressed or that you have you when you do like try and get time off work they'll be like when are you going back mm, like yeah. what's really wrong with you there's nothing really wrong with you and I feel like sometimes that can add a whole layer extra. Of, 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 of extra mm-hmm. stress mm-hmm. because you're feeling this crappy way and then the people you want to turn to for support All they want to do is make sure that you're in work every single day so that you don't lose your job. It's actually quite like a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. And I think it's
4: what you said as well. um, Think normality. Yeah. We don't know what is quote unquote normal and what is stress. Like you say, we hear our parents or grandparents say, yeah, I'm stressed, I'm tired, this and that. So it's normal for us to feel this way, isn't it? But no, it's not. Mm. And then when we are feeling this way, who do we actually talk to? Because the people that we want to talk to... They're the ones that are telling us that they're stressed. So maybe you don't want to stress them. <laughs> 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 so they're telling you that they're stressed. So but you can't see the same thing that, they, that you're feeling with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are you stressed? I'm feeling a certain way and you're telling me that you're stressed, but I can't tell you that it, it was just like That's a just vicious circle. Mm. I think
1: I think the other thing is lifestyle, right? So like when generationally, when my parents or grandparents would say they're stressed, they're stressed, they're working twelve hours a day, seven days a week. You know, juggling five jobs or whatever it is. And so it's like, my friend, you went to university, you have one job, mm-hmm. 135 hours, sick pay, mm. holiday pay, you look nice, you have your bills are paid. And so they can't perceive that you're actually stressed because you get dressed, you go to your one job, and you get your good mm-hmm. pay. What are you stressed about? It's a, so your family can't see that
4: either. And not even just family. That used to annoy me. Because when people used to say to me, but why are you stressed? You've got this, you've got... It's not about the material things. Yeah. And this is what people don't have to understand about stress and about um, depression and anxiety. Um, it's not about what you have and what you don't have. It's just... It's like having mm. a cold or ha- breaking your arm. You, not because you, you can walk properly, you can't walk properly, and you fall over. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a, kind of, for me, it's the same. it's the same thing... Stress and anxiety and depression doesn't discriminate against who you are, whether you have a million yeah. pounds or one pound. And this is it. exactly. Mm. And if you haven't been to certain extents, then I'm sorry. You know, and, and another thing as well, the word stress is just used so loosely. Yeah. yeah. Oh I'm stressed. About what? <laughs> oh do you know what? that's
0: why I had to I had to stop myself because Timber like, how are you? I'm stressed. Mm. I'm stressed. That's me. And I used to be like <laughs> And I used to be like I made a conscious decision to be like, you know what? I'm not gonna keep saying that I'm stressed because yeah. it, I'm just actually suffering as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because then I'm like putting myself in a situation where I'm thinking something negative. Just like what you said, like I'm gonna tell you. When I, someone asks me how I feel, I'm gonna say how I actually really feel. But one thing that was interesting listening to the town halls is that I didn't know that people I know it sounds really ignorant, but I didn't really appreciate that you can get time off work for stress. Listen. And like, for me, there have been times where I look back, when I was listening to town office, I look back in my career and mm-hmm. think, right, I should have time off then. Mm-hmm. I should have just gone to the doctor and had time off then. And it's like, now I want to take time off now, even though I'm not stressed, just to recoup the times that I was actually killing myself.
2: But, I don't, feel, but don't you feel like, when you're, at, when you're not at work for any sick-related issue, work, like, make you feel a certain way? And 100%. I feel like that, has happened to me before and i was actually i had an operation like it wasn't anything else i just had an operation and i needed something i couldn't eat like so i couldn't go to work and when i they were calling me like i had it, the operation on monday mm-hmm. on wednesday they were calling me when are you coming back mm-hmm. like and wow. i was starting to get stressed like i was panicking at home like every morning i'd wake up back. my mom was like um have they called you yet like i was thinking i need to go back i need to go back i need to go back and that just caused extra stress. For me, I needed time off for stress. And when I did go back, was I not pride in the workplace? Yeah,
4: Luckily, they didn't mad. see me, but I felt mad. Like I still couldn't eat properly. Like, <laughs> yeah. And even so, when I sorry, when I um was that went through my breakdown and had a long period of time of work, I had to just resign because of the same thing. I mm-hmm. felt guilty by not not being at work. I'm to sick. Feel
2: the daggers from your bed. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sick, but yeah, I'm
4: still feeling guilty that I'm not there. So I thought, you know what. This guilt is is not worth it. This but this burden and this weight is yeah. too much for me to carry. So the only thing I could do was to actually just resign.
7: Yeah,
0: I think the problem is is that, that as well. I remember like being. Junior in the workplace, and then hearing that someone was signed up for stress, and then seeing all the rolled eyes and like mm, the mm, yeah. the mm-hmm. like negative connotations. That's why when people for me like say that they're sick, I like make a con- I never say anything. I never yeah. expect them you to don't do any work. I don't know what they're going, through, the what they're going mm-hmm. through. And um, also, I think as black women, there's a different approach. Like when we're going through something. It's blur. But when Becky's going through something, she gets oh, all the time off right. in the world.
5: Yeah.
2: Let's get her a good well card get well card and it's Let's just get her a like, basket of goodies. Like I hate send it <laughs> to her house. What do you I mean? Think, what about mine? So that's I think what? it
5: also like depends where you work as well, because I've definitely had roles where, oh I think the role before my current role, I hated it so much. I can't even describe how much I hated it, and it was very much an environment of like you had to account for every second of the day. It was so draconian in that respect, and it was just so much pressure.
1: By
5: the way, (laughs) tech (laughs) tech industry. And I couldn't. The only way for me to escape that was to leave that job. I was so happy when after eleven months I got another job. I was like, "Thank you, Jesus, for releasing me from this like (coughs) ball and chain." No, it was serious. It was really getting me down. But on the flip side, so I come from that, but I go into the environment that I'm in now. And now, like, if I say to my boss, oh, I've got a headache. You sure? You should still be at work Go home mm-hmm. Like literally a few days ago I was feeling ill But I had some work to go do And she was like Go home, go home But I was like I was sitting there at my desk My eyes were streaming Because I had a cold And I get real, really bad allergies She was like You need to go home But I was like No nah, I just want to finish off some work that old job Has made you feel like you. Not can't even that I just like That's just my work ethic I'd rather get it done there Just in case I can't do the work um, Like the next day But because I was feeling ill I said to her Okay can I like Work from home on Friday And she was like you don't need to work from home if you don't want to you can just be off sick but I was like no there's some work that I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do like, self-preservation but I know but I didn't really end up doing too much work and I was really like ill over the weekend and stuff but in our environment and our office environment maybe it's just my manager and my team like if you're even a hint of sicklies like why are you still here go home mm-hmm. and Oops. she'll be like just go home like don't force it or anything and there is that kind of I wouldn't say it's a relaxed atmosphere like at the end of the day we're still like the work ethic of our team is very high we've received awards because our work ethic is high but because we have a good leader mm-hmm. it means yeah. no one is falling sick because of stress this that and the other I don't know what the situation is like in other teams or whatever yeah. but it's, it's a much more healthy environment and I feel empowered to say oh this is stressing me and I have I've, I've written an email to HR at one point I was like no nah, this work is getting out of hand to like reduce my hours or whatever and that situation was it. yeah what not reduce my hours but the situation was resolved and um there's like there's advocates within the business um yeah that don't like kind of tolerate people coming or getting to the point where they're feeling so stressed and depressed that they're having to leave or do whatever Mm -hmm. like there is a healthy environment in that respect and I think that's why so many people love working there even if the role isn't eventually for them but I mean having those kind of roles I don't think I've ever had a role like that before I've seen what stress at the workplace can do to people in the workplace and it's just awful like yeah yeah Yeah. Um, there's also times when there's certain people that just like use it like um abuse it for their own yes. means because they don't want to do any yes. work and then that adds extra
4: stress and pressure and it's yeah to other for people anybody
2: who is genuinely not well yeah. who is genuinely sick going through stress is like yeah. and I mean, it's not it's difficult been an
4: environment environments that has a good leader cuz yeah. for example the environment that i was in the leader i wouldn't say in terms of oh, well anyway for what i was going through mm. <laughs> i don't feel like my um, they had a duty of care for me basically yeah. because mm. i didn't feel like i could go to my line manager and say hey this is how I'm feeling because if I went above a certain amount of decibels, yeah. calm down, it's okay. That I'm just trying to cry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> this if I had cried, it would have probably been even worse. You think so? Yeah. If I was crying, office, I was crying wouldn't he? he wouldn't know what to do. Like seriously, so
1: we in
4: tears, remember. yeah, like mm. so, it's it's you're put in this predicament. Like you don't want to, you don't want to cry, you don't want to talk too loudly because mm. you'd be perceived as the angry black woman, mm-hmm. and then you don't want to say that you're stressed because then you can't do your job. Yeah, exactly. And then because of the win, title basically. that oh. I had, it was like okay, I don't want to say that I can't do this because I might lose that, mm-hmm. and then that's you're just in this
0: yeah. it's just like it's a vortex it's and you're just vicious round, yeah. it's just round, a circle round.
4: and that's what happens So i got to a point where I just couldn't take it anymore I feel
0: like it really depends like you said like on the not even the upper tier but the middle managers because mm. I feel like sometimes middle managers have like an axe to grind yes and so exactly like they will come down on you ten times harder yeah like, so, for example, in my structure, we have, like, a partner, a senior associate, me, and then, like, a trainee. And nine times out of ten, like, a senior associate will probably be a lot harder on a trainee than a partner would be on a trainee. Because a partner would will see, like, the wider perspective and just be like, it's not that deep if it's a day late. It's not that deep it's an hour late. But because the senior associate's trying to prove themselves... Yeah. yeah. ...then so they can manage and the and I like, pressure. I mm. feel like... And sometimes if you just have that open conversation saying like this deadline's unrealistic this is how this person feels this person's Mm -hmm. not here today because of this then the the higher up will be like oh it's it's actually not that deep because nine times out of ten when you look back at the things that you stress yourself that nearly killed yourself over they're not actually that deep like the earth will keep spinning around the sun one of
5: my colleagues always says that it's just like even when clients are breathing down his neck, it's just like the earth will continue to spin around the the sun we can only do what we can do and I feel I really appreciate my current role now because I know that in any other role that I go into, I will feel empowered to say, mm, yeah. "I'm not accepting this extra stress, Can you extra get me a pressure." Here because
2: that <laughs> this place is <it> sounding wonderful. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this place like, is sounding you
1: know, wonderful. It's, def- it's definitely organisational. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if it's like industry by industry, but mm-hmm. I think it could be. I think there's two sides to it. I think there is a level of like cultural, the, the cultural yes, um, nature of, the of of well-being, without the sort of gimmick. Well-being day and they yeah. give you yoghurt for breakfast or like a <laughs> month and, and that's that. But then there's also the personal side. So exactly what we say every week and then every I can't come and die. I'm not coming. I can only do what I can do. And yeah. like, generally in life, like I'm not I'm well at work in life. I'm not the union guy. I'm, i just I don't care enough to be the union guy. And I I cared I think I'm gonna say past tense. I cared enough to work hard. Yeah. When I entered teaching, when I entered teaching I knew, and the course that I trained on was train on the job. So I wrote my life off for two years. I said to my family, like, this is going to be really intense. I'm studying, teaching, learning all at the same time. And so I was happy. I was in a stage where I was happy to take work home um, and do do what I needed to Mm -hmm. do to get to what I needed to get to, especially because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. That's that's a problem in Mm -hmm. itself. But I knew, like... I wasn't going to work at home until it was, oh, such-and-such such birthday. Oh, I'm not coming because I'm working or that sort of thing. Yeah. So you can set yourself up because, yeah, you do have to put in to get out. But teaching, for example, and teachers will always say, like, don't talk to me about my holidays because they're not holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? marking, you lot don't yes. know. You lot don't know. Like, the culture of most, most schools is that mm-hmm. teachers are in at 6.30. Yeah. We are in the building working at 6.30. When we wake up, like, my first maybe my my first, second summer holidays, I was like, rah. I woke up and I was like, I'm not thinking about nothing. Rah, I can go toilet when I want to go toilet because we work by the bell. So when I open my eyes in the morning, the first thing I'm thinking is, I'm going to photocopy that for 9B. I've got to put those books up. Like, literally, as I'm brushing my teeth, getting dressed, I'm thinking about everything Everything. I need to do for work. Bearing in mind, I'm in by 6.30. What time have I woken up to Mm -hmm. be having all these thoughts? So we're in at 6.30. Car, you can leave at 6.30 and cars are still in. Please know, if I go to my school right now, I can pin myself in. There are schools that have no closing time these days. 24 hours. And I know that's sim- that is like city workers are like, yeah, mm. me too. But it's also very problematic because people are always on the go. They're always mm. working. There's and no break. There's no break. No. So now I'm like, one, after having a maternity leave, after having a bereavement, after taking three months off of work, I'm like, do you know what? My contract is 37.5 hours. The more I do for you, the more you think that I'm able to do. The more this job allows. And this is why then it's like, well, why are you complaining now? Because you're doing it. But I was doing it at 11 o'clock at night. I was doing it at 12 o'clock at night. I was doing it at 1. I was doing it at 5. I was doing it. Like, Mm. you don't realise that actually what you asked us to do, we're doing too much of. So for me now... My attitude is as such... I work very hard, I work very smart, and I work very well. Nothing I give you is of any quality that you can question. Mm. If I can't get it done, it's because I couldn't get it done.
2: That's Mm -hmm. it. That's
1: it. I will do it, and I will do it as time permits, especially for me, a job like teaching where... We're on the go. So if you've got a five-hour back-to-back teaching day, <laughs> oh, like, client-facing, yeah. like, you yeah. can't send an email, you can't mark a book, you yeah. can't enter a date, or you can't make a phone call, because five hours of my day was talking to kids. And because they like me, they come and see me at lunchtime, too. So technically, your after and the then day. having your training, your parents meeting, blah, blah, blah... And then I've got my own life, and my own child to see to. At five o'clock, when I say I'm not working anymore, I am no longer feeling no bad for that. 100% those. So
0: it's just about setting those boundaries. And I have to be honest, the irony of me like saying stress and anxiety <laughs> is I have, um, like going into it, like actually no work-life balance. So I remember I went on a holiday to Dubai, and then um, one of my talking about client facing, like one of my um, transactions came on and I hadn't handed it over to everyone. So I just sat there with my laptop, just typing away and I just like led the transaction.
1: Are you serious? For my holiday. Surprise, yeah, like literally. I was
0: just like sitting by the pool and just like and um, no, further to blah, no. blah, blah, blah. So it's like, and then I look at myself and then I'll be at work and I'll be like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm this. And I just realised I don't actually have like, any any yeah. boundaries. And sometimes I feel like, as black women, ambition is in our bloodline. Yeah. Oh, and yes. so we are, like, the last to set boundaries because we think, oh, I'm not just doing my job for me, I'm actually mm-hmm. doing it for my family, yeah. I'm actually doing it. Like I, and I know it sounds a bit, like, weird, but sometimes when I get to certain positions or certain things happen at work, I always think, oh, like, my grandparents who came here, they'd be really proud to yeah. see what I have, like, done with the investment they've made in me. And so I have to realise that, and sometimes we don't want to do this. Like, we actually have to set boundaries. Yeah, that's not your burden yeah. to bear, basically. Yeah. Mm. yeah, because at the end of the day, like you said, if I begin to do, you know, 110 hours when I really should do 40 hours, mm-hmm. when I come back and say, I can't do 110 hours, everyone's going to be like, when well... It 100%. Yeah. It. So it's like you set your... you ambitious and you want yeah. to do the best. And then we're told that if you want anything, you have to work twice as hard. Yeah. No. So when you feed into that rhetoric, by the time you get to work you're already killing yourself to be to work twice as hard, to do twice as much. When you try and pull back, everyone's looking at you yeah. like... Well, I can't see, this is
5: something hard. that I did in my current role, actually, because there was a point where I was just working too hard. And sometimes I was coming in the morning, or I was like early in the morning, leaving late. And then when I just saw that ungratefulness for it, mm-hmm. the audacity, <laughs> and the people expect more... Or they're just coming to you on just a very funky level. I said, no, it's over now. I said, it's over now. I come in when I come in (laughs) and when it's six o'clock, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. If I can't get the work done in that period, that's not my problem. You communicate to the client that it's not possible to get all these things done within the time frame. I am no longer going to bend my back over, bend my back
6: yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, backwards.
0: yeah. Bend, yeah, that's what I meant. Bend over bend, backwards. Bend, yeah, yeah, yeah. bend over backwards. I'm doing a yoga
5: pose. Bend. <laughs> and once I kind of laid those boundaries down, everyone understood. They understood that actually, you need to come to tell you a lot earlier in the project so that she can project how much time she needs within the working hours. Because if you I leave it till eight well. late, you're gonna, you're the one that's gonna have to go back to the client and say, "Oh, actually, we're not gonna be able to meet this deadline." So now they know. They come to me first of all, so they can, so I can estimate. The time mm-hmm. it's going to take, yeah. and I won't estimate it using time outside of work. I'll no. estimate it using working hours, and then we work around that. And if the client's still not happy, mm, well, that's not my problem. I'm not in account management. That's for the client solutions team to deal with. Yeah, I can it only do what I, I, so I do. That's it. good
4: because yeah. I wish I had known this before years ago. Because I actually got into teaching myself because I've got a young son. who's oh, he's a big man now. But at the time, yeah, let me get into teaching so I can have the same holidays as him mm. and the same school time. I see
2: you. I see you sense it
4: made it yeah <laughs> in, mm. in theory it made sense but in practice it never happened because mm. it started off that way and then you get more tick box activities to do and you know okay I'd take this home with me and I'd do this at this time like what Shan was saying and it just yeah it doesn't materialize like mm. that. in practicalities, it doesn't work it yeah. really doesn't and if I had set boundaries at the time instead of saying yeah I do it or yeah I could yeah. Then I probably wouldn't have f- had the breakdown. I feel break, like though.
0: for me, even though I'm like being a hypocrite, I feel like for me, I just have to. The biggest boundary set for me is let go of that burden that I need to work twice as hard to be here. Now my focus is on working efficiently rather mm-hmm. than working mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. And I feel like once you. Put the focus on. I can only do as much as I can do. Your stress levels go down from like a hundred to forty because then you realise <laughs> yeah. a lot of the pressure that you're putting on yourself or is being put on you is actually completely unnecessary. Really yeah. But yeah. the only the only thing though is like to the extent that you know there are other issues because stress anxiety isn't always caused by heavy workload. It could be caused by bullying. It could be yes. caused by not being happy in the role in general. So many other things. Microaggressions. Like, but. How have you guys, like, tried to get support? Because in my work, my new workplace, I feel like if I needed support, I would just go and talk to my manager. But she's quite young. I get on with her. I feel like I could have a real conversation with her. So as it stands now, because I haven't really had anything to say to her, because, you know, sometimes you think I can approach that person. You then approach them. You realise that that was a mistake. Like, <laughs> if you could advise someone, like, what how to identify where <clears> the support <throat> is.
4: Well, personally, I don't have anybody to go to because I work for myself. So, but, Hashtag
0: goals.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've got two businesses and I don't feel as like stressed, nowhere near as stressed really? as I did when I was wow. teaching. Nowhere near. And oh, I'm up, excellent. down, doing so many things, going to the gym. I'm a bodybuilder as well. So, <laughs> you know, there's so many things that I do in one day and I still have time for myself. Mm. Um, so it's all about self-care. So in the mornings I get up now and I've started to practice to do meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like That's the key, man. Yeah, like it helps. Affirmations, mouth. reading, just being at one with myself, yeah. and just you know, just taking time for myself. So it's all about that for basically. So that would be my advice for anybody. If, mm-hmm. Even if you are working for somebody or you're not working for anybody, take time out for yourself. I don't have time to do that. So. You can make find time. make time. Mm-hmm. You know, if it means getting up a little bit earlier. Do, like this morning I was up at 4.45 Jesus. just so hmm. and I've been to the gym and I'm going again it, yeah. and I've done whole, <laughs> how much things in the done day perfect. no it probably yeah but works, exactly so. that's the thing you tell you, I wasn't a morning person yeah. so I, you have to learn these things you have things. to recondition so yourself even do you just saying that I'm a morning you get up in the morning you know I yeah. say we all have to get up in the morning? I found
0: like when I it's what doing, you
4: prioritize. We yeah. do we see you set yeah. your morning person for yourself, you do you won't do the things you need to do for yourself. Yeah. But if your boss said, Come in at 4.45 or true. come in at what time, you need to You set your alarm, you set your alarm and true. you will be there. So, why are you going to be there for somebody else but you, you won't be there for yourself? 100%. And so, that's what I, I have learned. I learned the hard way. But I'm glad I have learned that now.
5: I totally agree because I'm kind of like the same kind of person. On average day, I'm probably up about five o'clock or whatever and I'm doing my meditation, I'm praying Mm. and I'm going to the gym and I feel so much better for it. There were times when I'd lie in until the latest moment I could get up to go to work. And I was just like, I'm a rat on the wheel. I'm just going into work, doing my work, coming home. Just like, Mm. I just felt like a rat. But because I've... Like, set apart that time to get my mind and spiritual self, like, in alignment with each other. I just feel better and I feel like I can tackle the day better. And even on the days that I'm not necessarily going to the gym, I'll still get up at that time. And now my body clock, I don't even need no alarm. (laughs) 4.48, my my body clock will wake me up. up. It's like, it's time to get up. 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 So I feel like that's a really... um, good way, setting away time like that. In the morning, sacrifice it. It's it's better to sacrifice that time in the morning than to end up stressed and Mm. and anxious. Also, um, have people that you can offload to as well. It might not necessarily be family members. Me personally, if I'm going through stress at work, I'm not telling my family because I just know the mentality that they have. It's an African family, Nigerian family. The empathy and compassion is not really at the levels where I'd need it to be. (laughs) So... Yeah, no, they're not the ones that I'm going to confide in, but I have the friends that I can confide in and those would be the people that I would speak to and say, oh, this and this is going on or I'll just offload a little bit. What else? Um, yeah, I think that's the main thing for me. And if you work in an environment where you don't have the manager or that's um, the professional people where you can kind of like offload those, those things to, mm, it's very hard. I think... I mean, more and more it's becoming popular now for people to do like counselling and therapy if you can afford that or find a way to do that. that. Mm. Yeah, do that. Also, if you're feeling stressed, go to the doctor. Someone mentioned it in town hall. Like, if if you're feeling stressed, you can go to your GP and they can sign you off work. If that's what you need, that's what you need. And then after they've done that don't let anyone make you feel guilty for that if the really? doctor has said you need that time off you here's need that time off that's it don't let anyone feel you make yeah, you feel pressured true. for that and if anyone's kind of trying to do anything shady because of that well they could end up in what's it tribunal or whatever yeah, because it's you know it's, yeah. your, it's your right like .gov.uk because I've had to check it for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to check it for a friend before Come you have the allowances flag. go and look on there and you can see all the things that you're entitled yep. to mm-hmm. and what your workplace is can and can't mm. do. So that's actual like practical tips that you can actually go and research. What
1: is the, web- what's
5: um, the website again?gov.uk and I think it's like sickness leave and stuff and oh, you yeah. can see what your that website is the
0: plug. You just ah, literally for put everything. it in there, you Google everything from your car to your doctor, yeah. NHS, everything. But no, I think I think that's the way forward. Um because at the end of the day what I realized is that if I couldn't like look after myself I was just draining myself. And then the work that I was going was giving out was lax anyway. Yeah. Yep. And I find as well what people don't want to be honest about is that when you do go through emotional issues, so, like, you break up with your boyfriend or you've got family problems or things like that and you're still killing yourself to come to work, mm-hmm. like, you're probably doing yourself a disservice because your head is not in the game. And I remember um, earlier in my career, I had broken up with a boyfriend I'd been with for about three years. And I was, like, in the toilets crying, shaking and everything like that. And my friend was like, why don't you just go home? And she was like, you're just at work, all the emails you're sending are full of typos, you're missing blatantly obvious points, like, there's no point you being here. And Mm. it's just that, just a recognition that just because you're not physically dying, Mm. and you've just had a bad day, you don't always have to be a soldier, you don't always have to be so strong. Actually go home to your bed, eat Cocoa Pops, and just (laughs) chill, like... Work is not gonna crash and burn. No matter how important you think your job is, mm. work is not gonna crash and burn because you're not there half a day. Because if they wanted to fire you, they will do one two letter from HR, immediate dismissal and the security would be walking out of your box mm-hmm.
6: the same day. Mystery. And you
0: have to always, always, always remember that that it's not an even exchange. Like, mm-hmm. if they want to get rid of you, they will literally dismiss you, even illegally, to the point where you have to sue them and yeah. they'll have to pay you out. Yeah. So if you if you always remember that, no matter how much they gas your match they say, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Just remember that you come first and you will be Definitely. there. Before, you were there before the job and you'll be there after the job. Yeah. And the you're job not, will
2: be there after you. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're not... sitting have someone lined up in their yeah. mind. Family friend is coming through. 100%. Do
0: you know what I mean? Like, even if you're saving lives, it's still not... Nothing I'm doing is saving lives. It's just making rich people more money. That's the way I see it. It can wait till tomorrow. But this is the
1: thing, um, in terms of making rich people money, I think, like, one of the reasons our, our families are so against stress or, like, being off work is because they're so reliant on it. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. had to say to my mum, like, this isn't a plantation, you know? Like, nobody... I I don't owe no one anything. I provide... it, so It's a mutual exchange. I provide a yeah. service and you pay me. And it's not like I have to feel tied to this work. And I think... One of the things in terms of um, support, it maybe might not always be your family, but you have to think really broadly about your resources. And I think that's the difference mm. about perhaps being black is that you don't have, you, you are less likely to have parents that can say, oh, I'll cover your bills for yeah, three, four, five, yeah. six months. Mm. Whereas Sally probably has some, you know, there's a little stash or for or your whatever, deposit whatever. or whatever. Yeah. So it's like a monetary thing. And I think, what I had to strip back in some sense of the way is well, actually, what could because a lot of, there's a lot of my life is luxuries. Mm-hmm. It's things that I that I not a part of my life, but really and truly, do I need it? What are my basics? I need this for my rent, this for my this, and that for my that. That's the and bottom like, line, yeah, basically. And yeah, like when when you're stressed or work is seeming like, am I going to be here? Am I going to be made redundant? Am I leaving or whatever? Like talking to people, so I had to talk to my partner because I I left, I was ready to leave. I was like, I'm not coming back and I don't have a job. And he was like, okay, cool. Let's just do some maths, crunch some numbers and see where we're at. The other thing is I've worked since I was 16. I'm sorry, I've paid tax. Mm -hmm. Like I (laughs) pride myself on being a working, a black woman working, Mm -hmm. but I've paid tax if I'm entitled to two two benefit, I'm gonna take yeah, it. You I know, will ta- I will take this, it because yeah. I, I've paid into this system
2: mm-hmm. and just because. And they're taking lots as well, man. I'm gonna get it back. Right. <laughs> <And> on, <that, laughs> on that as well. So
4: when I when I resigned, so I've obviously gone not obviously, but I've gone from a decent amount of paying job to to zilch. nothing to yeah. zilch, and I've realised that. Obviously, I've got my two businesses now, but not actually, I'm not a millionaire at the moment, but it's coming. Yeah, it <laughs> <comes>. <laughs> it's soon coming, soon it's come. coming. But I've been through that transition where it's been nearly kicked out of my home because mm. I can't afford to pay the rent. But now I've realised that, all right, yeah, I was earning those good, good money, but killing myself to do that. Yeah. And now I'm living fine on, you know, a minimal wage or not even yeah. a wage, but on minimal money or in, minimal income. Mm. And I'm still surviving. And still looking good. <laughs> like,
7: what's the worst, like,
4: what's what's the worst, worst that, that can, can happen? happen? Exactly. So like,
7: of
1: course, I've worked this hard for this long to get this. And so, like, you know, like, we just got a mortgage last year, big, dirty mortgage. And I'm like, how? Yeah. How are we going to do this? <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, we'll ride this wave. Like, we can afford it. We're paying our bills. But the day that we can't, what's the worst well, mm. that we... Put our stuff in storage and live in our parents' room, like at uh, uh, one room in our parents' house. At least we'll still have a roof over our mm. head and food. Like I will never be cold
4: and hungry, hungry. Mm, and yeah. that's yeah, what a trust. lot of us as well. Will there's people, there are companies out there that if you are suffering and you have lost your job or you are going through financial um, issues, you call them and let them know. Because that's exactly what I had to do. And this is the mm-hmm. thing, because I don't know if it's a right. black woman thing and a pride thing. We don't talk <laughs> about these things. And that's why I do what I do. And I do talk about my finances. And I talk about having to go to organizations and, and call them or build companies and say, listen, this is what I'm going through. I've even got one company now that they don't call me anymore. Um, they will write to me and say like what's my situation at this point of the year can I afford to do x y and yeah. z mm. because I've called them and I've explained to them I've been through stress finances is, is a trigger point for me so don't don't call me cuz I there may be a day and I don't okay. want to if I don't answer you it's not because I'm being rude I just can't talk to you so my point is is call them and let them know what you're actually going through don't it's not a pride thing they need to know if they know they can they can actually help you i don't know if they're legally obliged to but there are departments there that can help you if you have to have a period of time of work and you're not earning any, any money and i feel like this is something that is not spoken about oh, enough yeah. or, you or, you yeah. T- yeah, or, very, or utilize yeah. exactly i didn't until i actually had to do it and yeah. tried it and said wow is this what happens like seriously I was shocked and the stress oh my gosh it was like a whole weight had lifted and like I said finances was a thing I I did open letters it was really big I feel
0: like that's a big issue of the stress at work is the idea if I don't have this job
4: I'm not be eat. struggling yeah. and yeah. so
0: that aspect on top of the stress that you're putting on top of yourselves the stress of the actual job like it's just, it's nah, just nah. I just cannot be dealing with that but anyway um, I think we've kind of come to the end so I just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Black Women Working Podcast um, we want to kind of continue the conversation so at us at Twitter we are at BWW Podcast UK yeah, Is that correct? That's guys? correct. <laughs> the way you're looking at me. <laughs> I know we've had some mishaps, and we're the same on Instagram. And um, if you've got any questions, any follow up points that you want us to share um, with the listeners, if All you just.
1: Scenarios you want advice on. Thank yeah. you. or
0: scenarios you want advice on, please email us at. Black women UK at gmail.com and andre do you just want to tell us a little bit more about what you do plug your business mm. your time to shine
4: so as I said I had to resign from work and I've got two businesses one's a social enterprise and it's called focus on creating your ultimate self Ooh. purely because of what I had to go through so mm. when I started to Focus, because it spells focus for short. When I started to focus, that's when all the positive things started happening to me. So I thought, you know what, that is a perfect name for an organisation, especially as the organisation is a social enterprise which gives back to the community mm-hmm. and young like people. And yeah. um, so I've got that, and I'm also social so,
0: media. Social, yeah, so tells. the social
4: media for that is focus underscore cic. And then for what I do um, in my limited company, I do coaching. Um, Soon to be NLP practitioner. What um, is that? So um, new, <laughs> new linguistic programming. Oh, well. So it's basically um, coaching and working with people about their thoughts and what, how mm. they behave, oh. and so on and so forth. And so. Just basically what we're talking about, having someone that they can be accountable to, mm-hmm. and just guiding them. So I basically um, I call myself a transformational coach. Okay. So I facilitate people to get from A to B, and I say people, but primarily women. That's who I want to focus on, and um, because I feel we need it. Yeah. And I feel being a woman myself and being what I've known, what I've gone through, I can empathise and I can relate. Mm-hmm. Um, especially young women between eighteen and twenty-four. Yeah. yeah. That is age range that you know are critical, very critical. Yeah. But saying that, if someone, I do also mentor older women as well so yeah. i've got a young lady who's i say young lady because i'm i'm older than her so <laughs> <laughs> she's 29 and so it it varies and i also work in organise and businesses as well so you know across the whole spectrum but
1: and what's the socials for that moment? Yeah. so just my name
4: Andrea Corbett so you can oh, find spell me the C-O-R-B-E-T-T, C-O-R-B-E-T-T. Okay, so yeah, okay, my okay. Instagram is mainly my because I'm a bodybuilder as well so mm, yeah. I'm I'll see a you, British like champion body. bodybuilder oh, 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 so <laughs> <laughs> my LinkedIn and my, my website is all about everything else that I do as well amazing you are, well, thank, pes- you. Yeah, yeah, thank you thank you yes. no, thank you no thank you for having me pleasure alright All right. All right
6: yeah. that's it okay